Good morning, rise and shine, beautiful people. Welcome back to the Bruised Not Broken podcast. It's your girl, Desi, and I just want to start off by saying thank you to everyone who um, has supported or has supported this podcast so far. Thank you to everyone who has followed this podcast, who has shared with their friends and their friends, friends, friends. Um, Just thank you for the support. I really, really appreciate y'all. Today's episode is called The Abuse of Power. And there's a lot of people in this world who have power but don't deserve it. And you don't have to be a politician or work for the government to know that. But don't worry. It's all right. Whoever abuses their power will get what they deserve. Just because they stunt publicly doesn't mean that they're not suffering privately. And I believe that those who squander their authority are positioned in this world to show us exactly what not to do when we gain a high position. Now, to have power is to know responsibility. And if you know responsibility, then you'll learn how to exercise your authority by learning to delegate. So instead of hogging all the work for yourself, you'll delegate to others, which gives them an opportunity to add on to their previous experience. It gives them an opportunity to... um you know, add more education to step outside that box to learn how to do something different so that they can, you know, be something different, be more of themselves. So if you're a CEO, COO, whatever you are, manager, supervisor, whatever, whoever, you need to learn how to delegate. Because if you don't delegate, eventually you'll burn yourself out and you can't give your best self if you're burnt out. Okay. (laughs) Just plain and simple. You can't be the best if you are, um, less of yourself. So there's a reason that God placed these people in your life. There's a reason that God placed these workers underneath of you so that when the time comes, your legacy will continue on through the work you started. So you need to start delegating so that others can be prepared when the time comes to take your position. And I want to just touch quickly on the Elijah and the Elijah topic about how he passed the torch to Elijah when he was um, sent up to heaven. Elijah knew that the time was coming when he had to have a successor. So Elisha was a student. You know, Elijah learned, Elisha learned from him. And he wasn't sad. He was content. So when he went up to heaven, he already knew that everything was in good hands because he prepared Elisha for this very moment to continue on his ministry. And the purpose of a leader is to not just lead, but to groom other leaders so that they too can inherit the throne. You know, nothing happens overnight. A leader must be led by... A higher up. A leader must be led by God. You know, we got to have our sense of direction and God is our sense of guidance. So you got to understand that no one wants to follow somebody who does not know where they're going. And we don't know what lies ahead. So to follow man is just ridiculous because they don't know, you know, what's next to come, but God does. And there's a reason why God says to be careful who you choose to listen to, because people can say that they are godly, but only worship themselves. And you will end up leading Um, You will end up walking into sin if you're, you know, listening to those type of people. So just examine everything closely. Be sure that it aligns with the word of God and not with the word of man. Now, to all my mentors, I just want to say that, you know, big ups to you, you know, for being a mentor. That is a, you know, great thing to do. I watched this sermon um, that T.D. Jakes had for the men. And he was just talking about how that being a mentor is cool and all, but to be a model is something greater. To be a model is important because we not only need to be sayers of the word, but we need to be doers of the word. We need to start modeling, you know, what we preach. So understand that people look up to you. 
okay? And you are grooming them in some type of way. So make sure that you're actually doing what you're telling them. And there are three attributes of a leader that I want to touch on today. The first one is to be godly. A good leader is a godly leader. You know, we must always commune with the Lord because, again, he knows what's next to come. And the only way that a leader can be fruitful is if they abide in the Lord. John 15 verse 6 says that those who don't abide in God will be a branch thrown away and which will wither and perish. Now to all my small business owners and entrepreneurs, we can plan all we want. But if it's not in God's plan, then the business or the brand won't succeed. Trust me, I know this firsthand. If God is not the foundation, then eventually what's placed on top will soon fall through, leaving you back where you started, if not worse. Proverbs 16 verse 3 says, commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. Okay, don't just build the business for the money. I know that we all want our brands to prosper, but if you're just doing it for the greed, it won't go anywhere. Okay, I want to be more specific. You won't go anywhere spiritually. I know that we hear that money is power. You know, that's a cliche we hear a lot. But money is only power in the eyes of man. Because if you hit a certain ranking in the charts, that doesn't have no effect on what's happening in heaven. And that has nothing um, to deal with the heavenly realm. So no, money is not power. Money is actually leverage. And a lot of times people will sell their soul for riches. You know, I'm not saying that, you know, all big time people, all famous people do that, but when you really get into the big leagues, you'll realize that a lot of people will sell their soul just to be famous, will sell their soul just to get that attention. And that's not okay, y'all. Money is not power, so stop letting it control the things you do. Stop letting it control your actions and your decisions. Like I said before, money is leverage, okay? It all comes as an exchange. Leverage is what is used to get get you something that you want. It can also be defined as a maximizing of advantage. Power is the ability to do something or act in a particular way. So now that you know the definitions, what power does money have if it can't bring you happiness, peace, or just, you know, tranquility? The answer is none. Money does not have any power at all. The true power is in Christ. Through him, we can find wholeness. He'll provide you the funds funds that you need. So there's no need to sell your soul to evil to be rich because God said that, If we drop it all and follow him, then we'll receive a hundred times as much and we'll inherit total life that is far greater than counting on man. So as a godly leader, just keep your eyes on the Lord and allow him to work for your good. Allow him to work his power through you. The second thing I want to touch on is that all good leaders are confident ones. Confidence is the feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Basically, it's a firm trust. And a good leader has to have confidence in their self. They need to trust their own actions, but more importantly, trust that God will come through even though what we see suggests otherwise. God created you. He didn't make any mistakes, okay? God doesn't make no mistakes. So learn how to trust in the abilities God gave you. You were made this way for a reason, so don't let the judgment of others define your value. To lead means to trust in the plan, even when those behind you are scared. Be not afraid, be courageous, and understand that everyone won't agree with what you say or do. But that's okay. Just be sure of yourself, but don't get big-headed. I saw a quote that said, A lack of confidence leads to a lack of commitment. So don't expect people to follow you if you can't commit to yourself. It's time that you actually trust yourself and trust your gut and know that what you're doing may be a risk, 
but we all have to risk take a risk at some point to break a barrier. The last thing I want to touch on is um, that a good leader is a flexible one, always ready to adapt to the changes around them because if you haven't noticed, the world does not revolve around you, okay? The definition of flexible is the capability of bending easily without breaking. And in life, we will run into some setbacks, but we can't let those hiccups stop us from a come up. Now, I know all of my bosses, um, all of my bosses understand how important it is to be flexible because sometimes circumstances will humble us. We can try to plan all we want, but things occur that are out of our control, you know? However, now that you face you know, certain struggles, you can now prepare better for them, you know, in the future. Whether it's something that we can't account for. You know, we don't know whether it's going to be a blizzard one day. If you live in Maryland, then you know that our weather is bipolar. <laughs> and weather is something that we cannot control. Imagine that you were, you know, in charge of this business and you needed to get to the warehouse to ship out your orders. You know, let's say it's Black Friday and you promise that you will ship your orders out tomorrow. But a blizzard comes, you know, and causes a delay. You can either emphasize the problem or find a solution. You can't trouble yourself over things that are out of your control. All you can do is act on what you have. Once those roads are clear, you'll just have to put in some overtime to fulfill what you came to do. A good leader will find a way around the issue by any means necessary. Some late nights and early mornings will be required, but a leader knows that leading a pack isn't easy, but the benefits are valuable. So, so what? You had a delay in your shipping. You know, things happen that, you know, are out of your control. As long as they got what you, you know, promised to give them, that's all that matters. Now, your leadership style must also be flexible. You won't reach a young audience the same way that you'll reach an older audience. You have to be able to shift your way of approach in order to achieve the goal. Embrace change because change will open you up to new opportunities, if not new challenges, that will only make you stronger and wiser as a leader and a boss. A boss is one who goes first. So if you're not ready to take the first punch, don't step out there. But if you are, then this message is for you. Find that power that's set deep inside of you. Your power is your creativity, is your platform. But remember that it's never really your power alone, but it's God's power. So before I end this episode, I just want to say that just because you have power does not make you better than anybody else, okay? Just because you are their superior does not mean that you are um, higher than them or, or better than them. It just means that you have a greater responsibility than they do. So don't allow your power to be your downfall. It's all a test to see whether you can carry more or if God needs to lessen the blessing by giving you less because you aren't ready to hold such greatness. Having power isn't fun because people come to you for decisions. You know, you're in charge of um, making decisions, not just for yourself, but for those, you know, underneath you, for those who work for you. So, yes, in some way you hold their life in your hands. You hold their um, schedule in your hands. So you have to be mindful of the things you do and the things you say because, again, it won't just affect your schedule, but it will affect it will affect others. So to all my leaders, just think before you speak. And also be daring to take a risk, even if it doesn't fit the puzzle. You have to be willing to bet your chips, even if it means change. If it means adapting to the times around you, there will always be times that you'll face a power struggle as well. But just remain humble and know that God gave you a spirit of authority to squash any nonsense that doesn't fit his plan. And you'll know what doesn't fit God's plan. All you have to do is just listen to the spirit. But in order to hear from the spirit, in order to hear from God, you have to first trust in him. 
all right y'all so that wraps up this um episode for today um just make sure you leave a comment a review make sure you share this podcast with your friends if you haven't already followed this podcast subscribe to this podcast turn on your notifications so that you can be notified when i upload a new episode Uh, make sure that you follow my inspirational blog on instagram at her devotion and my personal blog at destiny samel in those bios you will find a link to order my steps of faith journal make sure you click that link and get your copy today and y'all this is your confirmation okay don't be scared that you were placed in this position of power embrace it god didn't place you in here to act scared he didn't give you a spirit of fear he gave you a spirit of authority so it's time to take hold and activate what is well deep inside of you okay so just take that power embrace it and use it in a way of positivity and of good influence So y'all make sure y'all stay blessed, stay positive, and stay tuned. See y'all.